I don't suffer fools, but they may suffer me. People may have read about my student loan debt, but these days I'm the one ready to collect what's due. I can't. My ass is getting kicked every week with fucking taglines. I can't even take it. I didn't want to disappoint you. I felt rusty. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that this episode is going to be nothing close to a disappointment because one of my favorite people has returned. You guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode 307, and I'm so excited to have a return guest on the People's People's Couch, except I'm recording in the office and he's on a Zoom. New York Times bestselling author. He's written the books, I Can't, uh, I Can't Date Jesus. I was about to say, I Can't Die Jesus, which is like, I guess you would add it comma or maybe we would ask marlo about they just um, heard my mother say a prayer (laughs) (laughs) i know probably mine too honestly um knock on table uh i can't date jesus and i don't want to die poor and many many other things and i own both books and i'm obsessed with them welcome back to andy's girls michael arsenault michael how are you i'm good and late on the third book so i really appreciate that shout out to my <gasps> editor he's very forgiving it's a plague <laughs> what is the name do we know the name of the book do we know the thesis of the book i changed the name to i finally bought some jordans it's supposed to be a nice little um <laughs> End of the trio of the three. Yes. Um, Playwriting notwithstanding, it's, it's coming along. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we know when? Thank that... you for having me back. Anytime. My pleasure. Do we know when that's coming out? Um, We 20... did. It, but it's my 20... fault. I'm pretty okay. sure actually next year. It'll probably still be next year. I'm pretty sure it's still next year. Because the thing of it is, which I didn't really know this, like the publishing date from when you finish I don't know, you were like manuscript or whatever and mm-hmm. like going through edits and then when it's done and then getting printed is like a significant lapse in time. There is definitely a process. And what's interesting, I think the first two, I didn't have as much time. I mean, well, actually, it best it depends. The longest time to write it and I was able to kind of get it done and I've had all more time than ever. And I've just been like, I don't think my brain still works. I just want to watch Selling Sunset and Real Housewives of somewhere. <laughs> but we're there (laughs) I mean that's how you know your brain is spot on if you can keep up with I mean it's almost like an Aaron Sorkin walk and talk over at Selling Sunset they're really firing on all cylinders you're good to go (laughs) wow so uh, what's your experience been like writing even in the climate the world the everything global yada melting down covid stuff has it changed at all have you noticed uh it's def- i think in 2020 i i kind of was just going with everyone even like when we were doing this um for the second book in the um yeah. above our closets um oh, i don't even think i had a closet in that one but you get it um I think some at, at some point last year for a couple of reasons grief a bunch of other things i think my schedule kind of wasn't what it used to be. Also, um, mm-hmm. I don't always, they can hear me. I was gonna say TV development can be life-sucking. <laughs> mm. But rewarding, yes. Um, but I think I think that's, yeah, I don't know. I think somewhere last year, my brain was just like, you can't keep up at that pace anymore. Um, I think if it weren't for a plague, maybe, but no, I'm, I'm relearning how to, I feel like I'm learning how to write again. Like I do certain things for work, but doing like books, and really in-depth stuff, even like in-depth, like pop culture stuff is just kind of, yeah. my brain has been kind of stuck, stuck for a while. 
I'm digging it out. I mean, it's hard when you're some, living in a world that's so confined and solitary. I mean, we have quite literally spent a large portion of the last two years in quarantine. So the idea of having conversation with each other, let alone having it be recorded, let alone doing the often solitary work of writing, I mean, it is a little bit of a double whammy. Yeah, actually, I was talking to my book editor early and I was saying how um, I realized even because I kind of fell into writing. I actually grew up wanting to be a talk show host. I sometimes feel guilty when people say, oh, you're living your dream. I was like, I grew up wanting to be like Donahue, but I get it, I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful all the same. But I realized even though writing is very solitary, I always try to make it um, communal as much as possible, like going out, living, talking to my friends, running ideas by people whose taste I really like, or just even trying things out. I'm, um, I hadn't been really as social. I realized I was like isolating. Um, so yeah, that really had impacted the way, the kind of writing that I do. There's a different type of writing for books. It's just kind of really more in depth. And also it's kind of, I didn't really want to be sad. So some of the things I'm talking about mm. in the third book are sad. And I kind of actually wondered if I was still funny, which is very sad, but I'm, I'm better about that. Um, I think I got it. Um, Actually, you know what? The Real Housewives season premiere gave me hope because you know how you think somebody's on their last leg, you might have to put them down. Then I watched that. I'm like, you know what? We still have some hope here. Thank you, Marlo. <laughs> Thank you, Marlo. I mean, that that is and has been kind of the thing that's I think was most surprising to me watching the Atlanta premiere. But I also feel like there is a level of gratitude that I feel for high quality Housewives content yes. that... Not to say I didn't feel it before, but now I'm just like grateful at a, at a different level where I'm like, thank you. Like, I want to feel good watching this stuff. And there have been certain seasons, New York, that have been so bleak, so dark, so upsetting and frustrating that it, it can leave a person feeling sour, which maybe would be OK, except when the world feels like it's burning. It's like, OK, but this is supposed to be. A little bit of an escape, you know? Also, R.I.P. Uh, Roni. That is... Um, Rest in peace. That last season was... No. Um, that actually really hurt my spirit. <laughs> it was not what I needed. I had to skip episodes. I was like, this is bad. How do you feel about the split? Um. Okay. 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 I get the intention. And I know uh -huh. this is going to be a little... I don't care if it's controversial. Um... I, get, I read the intent was to have like this big group of diverse friends and yada, yada, yada. Right. I was like, where does that exist in America? Um, and in New York of all places, I'm like, I love New York. I no longer live there, but I'm like, this is also the place that gave you Donald Trump and Rudy Giuliani. So um, mm -hmm. I think one thing I will say about, um, I like the idea of having a multi-ethnic cast. So long as it feels actually authentic and realistic and even certain conversations, if they are going to be difficult, I would prefer them to kind of happen organically. I think how mm -hmm. Beverly Hills hand it, handled it, even though that was long overdue. Although to be fair, I remember when the cast, when the show first started, they were talking about Brenda Ritchie and all of these other people. So it wasn't like they weren't necessarily excluding mm -hmm. um, people, but I think the way Garcelle entered and Crystal kind of felt more natural because ultimately it's kind of about class and how they interlink. Or I'd even say the Real Housewives of Miami, which I adore. I like, it. Mm. like I am trying oh my to refurbish God. myself and reboot like that, um, like that show. Like I'm coming out of this plague feeling like uh, them. 
So I, I love that. I like I love that. that, but I just, when I read it in New York, I'm like, okay, I, we'll see. Because I read that they were having casting problems. I was like, yeah, probably because those friend groups don't really exist, or at least not in the way that it was written. I would, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I didn't love that last season. I don't blame anyone for it. Um, I know a lot of people put it on Ebony, but I kind of feel like I'm like, that's probably what they asked Ebony to do. It just didn't work. That said, I wouldn't bring Ramona and Sonia to Harlem and give them like a history lesson. I would have taken them to the Cat Daddy spot on 125th and Lenox, and they would have fit right in because Sonia seems to really like um, to have a good time. So, and Luann clearly knew Harlem when she was up there. So, you know what I mean? Like just little things that I think would have been different. A hundred percent. That's a great suggestion. Honestly, like you know the you know your audience at, at the end of the, it's 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 the the dual duality of feeling like you have to represent but then also these women you know likely that the response is going to be abysmal so how much of that yeah. is her responsibility when she already feels i don't know it's tough but that i would have loved to see that like Bershawn felt like more of someone that would immediately kind of end up in the circle of their, I don't know. Like it just was mm-hmm. that season was just painful to watch, and I did it felt joyless. But I'm happy that they're trying um, new things. As long as Sonia finds a place to collect the check, because I worry about her. Um, I personally would like to see Jules Aaron back in some form because she clearly wants it, and I think we all want it. Um, I don't need Kelly Ben Simone um, at all. Okay, got it. But. I guess that's, well, you know what? She is killing real estate, so you never know. But she just doesn't, um, I'm not going to say that. Um, She doesn't seem, she doesn't seem like the best personality um, space mentally to be on a show like that. And I wouldn't want to see that island scene, whatever the contemporary equivalent of that would be, because that would be a little too dark for my spirit. But Mama's not well, and she lives in another land, and I think that works great in New York real estate, but I don't know if that would work on the show. Where is Aviva? No, actually, don't bring her back. No. Don't bring No, her. I don't want her back. Um, Tinsley. I could see Tinsley. I wouldn't mind Tinsley. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'll just say, I'm going to, when I saw the split, I was kind of like, oh, you're just going to push, you're just going to age out everyone and make me, uh, well, I already have Peacock. They already got me, but make me keep my Peacock subscription. (laughs) (laughs) No, it was really Real House of Miami and Bel Air. That that has a hold on me. And now, Mm. how do you feel about, are you excited? I just want it to be better than whatever last season was, but I, I miss it. I'll say that. I mean, I like when something happens that I didn't expect mm-hmm. and I absolutely didn't expect this. So like I left my body a little bit right. when the piece came out and it was so extensive. Yes. <laughs> that I was like, oh my God, they're actually like, I did feel like I was having a little bit of a Beverly Hills LA Times moment where I'm like, oh, reading is hard. But like <laughs> I, I, of course I read it like three times. Um, You know, I go back and forth on it because I appreciate it. I am nervous about thinking of the OGs through the lens of maybe a downgrade. Yeah, I don't but love that. But then we think about, right? But then we think about Miami, which was universally adored, yeah. rave reviews, and deservedly so, mm-hmm. a phenomenal reboot. And then I think like, all right, so if you're on Peacock and then a month after it airs, they throw it on Bravo at like 10 o'clock on a Friday and- Yada, yada, yada. Maybe it'll work out. The thing that I am a little nervous about is an entire reset of the cast. That yeah. I am a little 
nervous about it I'm, a little I'm, bit. I'm a little petrified of that, but I'm I'm willing to go to open mind, but I'm I just wonder, can you really get rid of every, all of the OGs? Like I just yeah, we'll see. Um, but you know what? To, to, to the point about Miami, um, it got me to see the layers of Larsa Pippen, which I thought was impossible. So. I can't believe I love Larsa Pippen now. (laughs) No shade, Larsa. No, a hundred percent shade. Like when they said that she was back, I said, number one, how dare you? Number two, (laughs) she was one of the worst housewives of all time. Number three, like truly go fuck yourself. And I know that the Kardashian yada yada, but I'm like, you can't cast a person because she used to be friends. That's not a storyline. And then the season started and I was like, Wait, am I obsessed with Larsa Pippen? Like all of her responses, I'm I I don't want to say I stand, but I'm like she's this is a miracle what's taking place. Adriana is evil, um, and I love that Larsa let her have it multiple times because mm-hmm. she deserved it. Um, I actually stand for Larsa now. I can't believe it because I I was in the. I, I was like, why are you? Actually, no, I was like, why are you here? Um, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, don't leave. You're great. Stay. The cast, I honestly think it works. It does work. Adriana, Adriana, you know, it's it's a lot. But I also think she probably in life is genuinely also a lot. She's like that all the time. Marisol, she's like that all the time. And Marisol is the perfect friend of. She is. She's comfortable. She feels lighter as a friend of than maybe feeling the pressure of being out. I just think they did such a good job. I don't want them to do. This is where I get insane, where I'm like, don't ever change anything again, because this is great. Like, I just think that Dr. Nicole, are you kidding? She is really good. And I like that they have, like, they have money. And they have all the eccentricities of being overly wealthy. I I mean, I I actually think it was great that they used it on Peacock, but... Honestly, that was better than a lot of the stuff on Linear. Gotta say, having your house on display, on display, on display in Architectural Digest is like no joke. Like truly no joke. That is significant income and also resources, which is different from the income, but definitely attached to wealth. Like, holy shit. You know I love when you make a Melissa Gorga reference. You know, I love it too. when I I had her on HBO. I listened. Yes, she was. It was. Oh, she did was you? It, I, oh, did. Okay. I watched Jersey. Oh, did you? Okay, so tell me when she started singing on display. I was like leaving my body. Tell me your thoughts on the Jersey finale. Let's talk about it. And your thoughts just generally about whatever the fuck you want to discuss. Uh, okay. Actually, I enjoyed the season. Um, it's the Teresa Judai show still. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has mm-hmm. to be, but it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say at some point, I, one of them needs to leave, Teresa or Melissa. I don't think that'll ever happen, but I would like to, and I'm not, I literally don't have a favorite, but just sometimes I think they're dying. I'm like, they don't like each other. So either that is, I want I I, I kind of want that to be explored, but then I think about what happened in the years past. Right. And so I don't want to go back to that. Or maybe they one doesn't have to leave. I actually wouldn't mind if they just find one new person, one or two, just to kind of a little bit freshen up. Is it true Jackie has been um, downgraded? I saw that. I don't know. There's something that came out um, that there are reports that Jackie was demoted to a friend of, and that also they're bringing in some new people. And I have 
no info on that. And, you know, I've heard from several AGs who have said, you know, I hope this was by her choice and because of the journey that she's on and anything I like related that she shared to production that. anxiety. Right. Like she's been so incredibly vulnerable. And I appreciate that sentiment. People are very genuinely supportive of her in a way that um, is just lovely to see, like the genuine support that people have and concern for her. Um wanting to make sure that she's in a healthy work environment, which is nearly impossible with housewives. And I appreciate that. I, we will maybe find out what happened, if this is even true or maybe not. My, my guess is that it probably wasn't her call. Usually yeah, I, 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 aren't by request. I wouldn't but... see her enjoying that. Um, I mean, the season was actually cool, I guess. I will say it's impressive that they have been that cast for that long and can constantly turn out content. I will say that reunion looks very dark. And while I will watch every single second of it, I think I am kind of getting to the point where I'm like, is it always going to be like this? Um, that's a lot to watch. Just because I actually already like the lighter tone on the premiere of Atlanta. You can already tell like a weight has been lifted. And for me, as much as I loved Atlanta, the last few seasons have not been that enjoyable and they've been kind of too dark. I still enjoy Jersey, but I sometimes wonder, are we inching well, they always, I guess, pretty dark. Um, but it's it is it's always related to Teresa. Yes, it's, it, Teresa is actually the dark cloud, but she is the show. So I don't know how you fix that. But I guess I'm I don't care that much. Well, Louis concerns me, but that's her business. Um, yeah. Um, how did you did you like? Um, I I actually really enjoyed it, mm. but I do wonder. I guess it's a question for Marge, but I'd love to get your take. Like, how much of Marge? It's like a two-parter of like, how much do you think that Marge regrets even attempting to share her concern or the information with Louis with Teresa on camera, number one? And number two, is it realistic to not hold Teresa to a different standard than any anyone else in that quote-unquote friend circle, which is what Marge is now upset at people about doing, even though she herself has done it? you know, since joining the cast. Oh, yeah, she has been. I actually like Mark, that Marge raises the issue. Like, do we always have to baby her? Do we always have to drop? Mm -hmm. Because at this, because I can tell, Teresa clearly thinks not only is she is the show that she just cannot be challenged. At the same time, I kind of, I mean, I don't mind what Marge, well, it's not so much that what Marge did, it's just more about Marge doing it, knowing who she was dealing with. I think if she had actually maybe approached, I don't know for sure, but if she had approached Teresa off camera about it first, then that might've tilted how it, cause I think the Louis issues would have been <laughs> addressed no matter what this season. But I, I think it became so distracting just because of Margaret's methodology, but that's also Marge is just mm. doing what a housewife does. She's a good housewife in right. that respect. I just think Teresa is um, wired um, and, willfully choosing to stay from a certain place. I'm trying to say this really mm -hmm. nicely. Cause I, I mean, I enjoy Teresa. I actually thought she was great on Girls Trip. She always looks yes. great. Um, I was a little unnerved with Gia tagging in to be a housewife. Um, <laughs> lovely to see her, but I'm like, oh no. Um, Cause you know, Marge mm -hmm. can't curse you out and vice versa. 
<laughs> yeah. When she threw that drink. March literally tapped out. March was like, nope, not going to say a fucking thing. I, I, like, I don't, not, not, not at all. Not at all. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at March bringing it up, but I guess just dealing with Teresa, you just knew how this was going to go. And I was going to drag out all season mm-hmm. and she was going to be stubborn and she was going to give island and she was going to do this and she was going to pound off. Like, it's just that part is kind of exhausting to watch, even though I enjoy Teresa, if that makes any sense. I just like it's mm-hmm. like you're in, but like, when does she grow just a little bit? <laughs> but that's I, but that's the job of a therapist not an editor so I guess uh Ooh. yeah I do like Marge though although that said the the thing about the drink I'm like Marge you have definitely done some shit yourself <laughs> not that excusing it but I'm like this is Jersey this is what you all do for the most part minus Jackie Right. I mean, she did quite literally throw Marty in the pool, which was an iconic moment. But also, I laughed, but like, girl, I laughed. I fucking loved it. Are you kidding? Your husband's in the pool. An iconic moment. Are you like the line of lines? But also, yeah, nobody's nobody's hands are clean. But the problem is with Teresa, it's like, how many times are you going to try to tell her that they're dirty? It's like she talking doesn't to give a, a brick. Um, that. Yeah, but I appreciate Marge's efforts this season. If no one else would say anything, because Dolores is great to look at. I love her son. Mm. Um, Dolores is the most fascinating housewife that never has anything going on. <laughs> <laughs> I really, she, 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 nothing's ever happening. It's always like around her and she just looks great in the scene. Um, oh my God, that's so true. I mean, the Frank, st- the Frank stuff at a certain point, I'm like, is this going to? start getting real like how is this gonna work now that she's in another committed relationship especially if he doesn't like really like the boyfriend like how is that gonna work as far as film like with her like that has to come to a head at some point i think some of the like i guess that's what i enjoy but at some point some of this has to change a little bit like something mm-hmm. but the lord it's like you're great but are you gonna get with frank or are you just gonna tell him to like rent his own buy his own house build his own house whatever are we like just show your son more if you're not gonna do anything <laughs> I'm sorry. I take that uh, back. I love you, Dolores. Great. No. <laughs> Beautiful work, actually. The work is fantastic. Oh, my God. Very inspiring. One of the, I mean, inc- she looks truly refreshed. Is she really beefing she with Teresa? Phenomenal. No, I think well, that she wasn't invited. whatever... Right. She wasn't invited to the baby shower, but that somehow had something to do with Dina or something. That's what people were saying, that Dina didn't want Dolores to come. I love Dina. so that's why Teresa didn't invite her. Can Dina come back and beef with Dolores? That would actually boost Dolores the whole season. And I actually love Dina. So it'd be hard for me, but I need that. Don't bring back Caroline, though. Oh, yeah? No? Okay. I mean, I'm not... What is was it? Camilla Soprano? Did I mess up the name? Uh... Who was it? No, you're right. Uh, actually, if she came back, wait, was... is it Camilla? I've watched it twice. Now I'm like, I'm like can't. What a, come, whatever, 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 whatever. Woke up this morning. So, yeah, no, I so whatever. It would be it is, over whatever. it, but it would be interesting. Would you? I wouldn't mind Caroline. Well, Caroline can come back for a season, and then case by case, just to roll up Teresa, just to shake the table a little bit. Like Teresa can't have it all. Yeah, I would I would be curious how that would work with Caroline and Marge together. Not to say that they would necessarily be immediately aligned together, but it would be interesting to see two very, very strong alpha personalities yes. who, you know, can weaponize their words in ways that is difficult to do with the rest of the cast. Like, even with Jackie, who 
is a lawyer, yada, yada. There's something about the color that's illustrated in their um, retorts that I don't know that anybody else can necessarily do. Um, and also I'm obsessed with with Chris Manzo. So oh, very fair. We would get all of them back. I, yeah, I wouldn't mind because I just, I need someone else who can really talk to Teresa the way in a way she can understand and give her a real pushback with some sense of force or something. I just, because when they were all like, oh, Teresa, that's so great that you barely constructed a sentence to say you were sort of sorry for starting shit in public with Marge over something really innocuous. <laughs> I was like, oh, at what point do we keep ba stop babying her? Although I will say Teresa looks amazing. She looks amazing. Her now fiance has some sort of extreme social anxiety, except it's not actual social anxiety. It's production anxiety, except that he is also gleeful about doing this. And I feel he's like so that happy to is be there. He's so happy to be there, but also he doesn't want to be there when he doesn't feel like it's going well for him and his ability to speak. About <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, yeah, but in like a very dismissive tone of like, you don't need to be here. The only reason that you're here is financial and I've got your back that way. So you can just and let's get on our jet or like, let's take a I jet did, home. Yeah. all this shit that it's like if you're I believe that he's really upset in the moment. But I also think like the superfluous added color commentary that's all look at my big balls they're filled with cash yeah. is i'm sorry what did he do again i don't it's something that's been investigated something having to do with like sales or something i don't know i was assuming Teresa was the one with the real money no offense i don't know well, she's no, no no she said that she's the one with the money and i'm just hopeful that that money is above board she really should get a prenup but that's not my business um She's never going to do it. And she, you know what? Just like dating him, it's her choice. And I hate to say suffer the consequences. But like, if you want to do this, it's your money. Enjoy it. Hopefully you'll continue to have it in five to seven years. And that's being honestly very optimistic. I just feel like whenever the next plague happens and, you know, Peacock puts like, you know, Bravo, Real Housewives, the challenge. to really have to do this. In her 50s, because she needs the money, and I don't because of this Louis divorce. I don't want that for her. I want better for her and her daughter. She might be stubborn, but I wish her well. A hundred percent. And can I just say that the after show for Jersey is so good because Marge and Tree, there is something kind of amazing about you know it's like a different kind of edit on the after mm -hmm. show, and like you can tell these women just absolutely despise each other. They're not <laughs> filming together. Right. Tree's with um with uh Jen, and I forget who Marge is with, but maybe I was gonna say. Do any of them like Teresa really? <laughs> no. I think Jackie genuinely feels empathy for her and that's, and Dolores, I think Dolores yeah, does, yes. it's a, a lifelong connection that nothing I think could necessarily totally fuck up. But on one of the after shows, Marge is like, here's the deal. Like he keeps talking about having money, but you know what, if she was so happy and he was so rich, she wouldn't be doing all these meet and greets. And the only reason she's doing it <laughs> is because he's making her, she's like, she doesn't want to do this shit, but he keeps telling her he should, she should do it. And I watched that after show. I was like, Oh my God, this is like very serious. The, the fourth wall is burned to the ground. I couldn't believe she said it. And then I saw on fucking Instagram that Teresa's doing some like judging 
dancing with the stars but not really jersey oh, dinner no. theater style thing with louie is he managing and the her celeb- no i think he just thinks he's her co-star and it says like from the real housewives of new jersey Teresa, judice judice judy j and louie whatever the fuck his last name is and it's like the two of them together and i'm just thinking like why is he one of the judges why is it that's very her? early i don't know that's early season work she's too she's She's a thing now. Like, you should be working on your spinoff or something. Not, yikes. I mean, Marge Marge was, like, dropping numbers. This is what Marge is doing this thing for, like, (laughs) $7,500. She was, like, doing the accounting work. I was, like, in. And then Dolores' response was, like, wait, Tree got $7,500 for that event? I didn't get $7,500. It was incredible. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Dolores is, like, wow, I got fucked i didn't i she probably got like a dollar fifty but like fine girl like live your best life they probably gave you a hotel honestly and like a little a little bar Teresa definitely does not want to do meet and greets she doesn't she does not want to deal with that anymore she i know unless there's a book signing she's all right she doesn't even want to do those probably not that she's not appreciative but you know that's a lot of work yeah, Unless and she's really one of the highest it. paid, most famous housewives in existence out of 100 plus. Like at a certain point, you know, you sh- you can do that. So obviously, she can do whatever the fuck she wants, but you would think it would be like top dollar stuff. And the fact that she is turning it out. I don't know. March said that. And the way she said it, I was like, oh, my God, that is so true. Joe didn't even it put us feels... that. He just did fraud. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Joe didn't give a shit. He was like, I don't know where you are, and I truly don't care. <laughs> it's like, and this man, and this is the opposite. This man really cares. But now the additional layer of that is like, how do you find someone who cares about you, but also and supports you and will participate on camera without feeling like he is evidently becoming Madonna? You remember you know? how she, she described Jackie as a fan who joined the show and she took a picture? Yes. She's dating that. I think that's so interesting. She is. And you know what? Wait, first off, number one, burn. Okay, (laughs) let's just acknowledge. Number two, she really, she really truly is. And she says something. Again, guys, I can't more fully hype the after show. But she says something on the after show with Jen, who's just like frozen in fear, nodding, supporting, saying how great Louie is. She says something along the lines of like, he doesn't, he didn't want to be a part of this. Like he didn't know or like he doesn't, he's not dating the yada, yada, yada. And I'm thinking like, Teresa, this man saw you and knew immediately who you were and knew immediately. He's not thinking that this is a drawback. He's thinking that this is a relationship plus this is a benefit for him. And I don't, that doesn't have to be a bad thing. But it's usually not good. He is what they keep trying to brand Marlo. Um, oh, my God. Well, uh, let's can we pivot? Yes, we can, can we pivot. pivot to Atlanta? Yes. Because I feel like what we're talking about when it comes to some of the deep wells of darkness on New Jersey as concerning Teresa stuff and really as concerning Louie, it's a really incredible counter to see what happened on Atlanta last night, what happened with the new episode. Um, Because as you said, it was a little bit of a delightful surprise. I went into this shit bleak. I mean, I saw the preview last week, so I was like, oh, okay. I could tell they were trying, Mm but I um, was not that excited about this upcoming season. I just needed it to be better than last season, which I did not really enjoy at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was very delightfully surprised um, because I wasn't really sure about it's not that I, yeah, um, 
I wasn't sure about the cast, but to be honest, they're actually a nice group for what feels like a real reboot and relaunch of the show. I wasn't sure, I don't want to say digging through the great, great pejoratively, but I think coming, bringing Sheree back for the third time actually does feel different. Also, her work yes. is fantastic. Wow. Gorgeous. Very, um, but it just felt um, funny, really light, shady in a good way. Um, I did see one critique about the producers maybe trying too hard to create something memeable, but eh, I, I actually thought the editing was really funny. I will say I did not want Drew Sidor back as much as I like yeah, looking same. at Ralph. Um, <laughs> Drew is, is just such a tryhard and the self-righteousness was really frustrating and clearly it's projection because that beautiful man she married lies to her openly. Garbage. Um, Garbage. I can tell she's going to give us... I, was, I like that she's not afraid to embarrass herself. So she provides unintentional comedic fodder and I died when Marlo, congratulations Marlo, literally went behind her to say French roll. <laughs> I screamed. <laughs> and the photo, the photo comparison cutting. Although and that 25 pounds thing, I was like, ooh, ouch. Um but also, wait, so let me get this straight. She does a meal plan and fitness journey and she can't even, what, what's happening? Because wait, she's in a movie with, um, she's in a Lifetime movie with Latoya Luckett from Destiny's Child, by the way. Um, some sorority movie that I watched high a few months ago. Um, was <laughs> not especially good, but I'm happy like everybody okay. got a check. But I did not want Drew there. I will say that. I didn't want her there, but she's going to be there at least another season. So I guess thank you for the laughs. Um, I <laughs> I don't get the, I mean, I guess I get it, but as hard as some people go on Candy, Candy might not necessarily, well, I think Candy is actually a great housewife. Yeah. I think she, but there's a critique, I guess, because she's not as messy as the rest of them, like, is there really that critique at this point, 700 seasons in? I candy? Feel like that's that insane is so to me. I'm like, certain people that's don't. That's the dumbest thing her. I've heard. You must not like her delivery. I'm like, she's giving, she's had multiple spinoffs. Her family is hilarious. She always has a Who said that? Who said that? Like, it's, I appreciate Candy and I also love that she's always there to eat. She saw those lobster, yes. um, cucumber, whatever. Said, mm. I was like, yes, I want one. <laughs> I think she's I think Candy is so important. She's so fucking important in Atlanta. Are you kidding? And I guess with um, Nene's never coming back now. Um, she is now. The... May her memory be a blessing. I was. I'm actually really distraught about that. Um, but we just. I guess we have to accept people's choices and lawsuits, and you know, pray for the best. But I was hoping that Nene would actually have a triumphant season. Since that's not happening, I let that go, and I'm not just judging it as is. Sonia, Sanya, which one is it? The Olympian? Sonia. Sonia. Yeah, Sonia. Four golds and a bronze she doesn't talk about. She's great, but she shouldn't be on here. She's too classy you know for this. Like, I actually know her because my one of my really, my closest oh. ever is like into, like, I don't know her no, but like, I knew she was because it's of totally track nice. and she's this. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realize she had a Wii TV show like almost a decade ago. Oh, I didn't know that. They came and went. I forgot what it was called. Okay. But she actually is great to look at. So is her husband. Her family is interesting. Great story. She blended in well. I didn't like necessarily like that messiness, but that's what a housewife does. 
If you're actually someone who clearly was a fan of the show and you join and you're that natural a fit, it's actually somewhat impressive to me. However, I think for the whole season, I'm going to be like, girl, why are you here? You're too classy for this. And you have real work. You should do like Olympic coverage on today. Like I've seen you before. Why are you here? And I love the housewives. I'm like, she's an Olympian. Not even like one, four, four gold and a bronze that she doesn't talk about. And you're on the real housewives of Atlanta. Okay, so that's what I thought when I doing heard squats with Drew Sedora. I was like, <laughs> oh my god. When she joined, I was like, this is not, this This feels weird to me. Like, this person is so unbelievably accomplished. I mean, when you are a multi-gold winning Olympian, even though I don't, like, truly know anything about the Olympics other than it's hard. Like, I I just think, like, oh, my God, how is this going to work to come in at this point, right. too? And I, I honestly think she's such a fantastic fit. She works perfectly with the cast. It is the right. I don't even want to call this, like, a, a reboot, whatever they call call it whatever restructuring season it just feels like it's gonna be a classic delightful season that is going to be light even with like Ralph stuff or like whatever else it's it is one of those things that I feel like works and even though I didn't necessarily I wasn't necessarily thrilled with Drew being back I think honestly the cast just works. It works. It just Drew's fine for works. now. Drew's fine for now until they bring Portia back. But you know what? You know what? I hate to say it, and I love Portia, even though I did not watch her spinoff joining most. People oh, in you should. Like should. I just you should. You would not like her that much in the after. I that. don't. That's the thing is that I heard she was so deeply unlikable, and I was like, "That's okay. I'm going to pretend that's not happening, and I'm going to remember Portia as I'd like to remember her best." But the thing I was thinking last night and the thing I was thinking in my head when you were talking about Teresa and I agree with it mm-hmm. is there's something to be said for knowing sometimes why the light in the cast is happening. And I wonder okay. if we would have had as delightful, enjoyable and fun a, a season opener as we had if Portia was still there. You're right. It would have been all about her. Um, basically marrying her sort of almost co-worker's husband. Um, so fair. And Portia was the villain in her own spinoff. It blows my mm. mind how Portia oh Luther God. King blew this moment. She gave that whole pivot as like a social justice thought princess. And I say thought with um, love. Um, okay. That okay. show was really bad. You, she was the villain in her own shit. I'm like, how do you have EP credit and everyone hates you and it's named after you? Actually, that's a very good point. If she had joined the show, it would have immediately been about a lot of that and where she was. And actually, much like Teresa, she seems to be very much stuck in a place in, in terms of how she deals with like conflict and just generally people. So you know what? Maybe we don't need her. Um, I could see her eventually making her way back because I don't think- Absolutely. This, this, and I don't, Absolutely. after that solo show, that could have really been a moment for her, but she just, close your legs to married men. Um, but again, people, mm. actually, he need to close it. He's also a Louis himself. Okay, so that's why I was thinking about the Teresa stuff too, because I think there is something to be said for not having a sense of humor when you know that the thing, the person, mm. the the thing that someone is saying holds water a little bit and with Teresa you know deep down she knows that something happened or is going on which is why she's going to bury that below the floor and truly try to 
do whatever she can to get the person talking about it to shut the fuck up. And I'm not saying that like Simon is exactly like Louie, but I am saying that when it comes to obviously their origin story of how they got together mm-hmm. and also just general questions about that relationship, Portia's not going to put up with it. I don't know that she could withstand it, honestly. No, and she would have swung. Actually, that's fair. Oh, and one compliment to... Tanya, did I do it right? I'm not I feel like I'm, I'm like Kenya. No, it's because Tanya. It's because we got used to Tanya, and now there's Sonya, and there is a little bit of a reset in our brains. It's Sonya. Sonya didn't even feel like a new housewife. I gotta really, even though I'm like, girl, yes. why are you here? She did not feel like a new housewife. She just felt like she'd been there this whole time, which is no easy feat. Um, and even though she still, actually, I don't care. She has me blocked. Kenya Moore was enjoyable last night. Cause I've never been a Kenya Moore fan. Kenya probably just blocked me because she searches her name like certain people do, which is lame, but it's fine. She probably like what I have to say. <laughs> Kenya used to be evil. I'm like Sheree and Marlo. I don't forget. Um, but Kenya being lighter, her daughter is gorgeous. <laughs> she looks like that, that man. So I'm glad she can. Mm. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. Apparently she's not a villain this season. I would like to see that. If that actually happens, I will not open my heart to Kenya, but I will at least admit she's been good i love that face you made she says she's not a villain this season i'm thinking i that's why i was like huh like i don't she said she's who who do we see taking marlo on? i'm now in marlo. my head of Mar- replaying marlo oh because marlo like um shoots the shit aka tries to take on candy a little bit is that where that's coming marlo from? is um She's funny, but she's mean. Um, I think that's just ultimately what she just goes for the juggler immediately. That comes from a place, but it's entertaining. That said, I love seeing her be Munty. Is that what she calls it? Um, yes, I love it. I love, love, I love, 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 love. The one thing about Kenya, though, and Candy to an extent, I'm like, let's drop the whole Marlo is an escort thing. Like, if that billionaire she dated was an, an, a, um, allegedly Ted Turner, she's just the real CNN plus. She is a natural. She is a. She is the. She hasn't been canceled. She's lasted yes. much longer than a couple She's weeks. She's the original city girl. She took that that billionaire Ted Turner allegedly's money, made sure she got some investment properties, lived off of like certain mutual funds and all this stuff, and she just managed her money well. Do I believe that whole thing about like the closet? And I do wish she would have got that spell check. Oh my God. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> And she know, she's known for forever. The second she announced it, which I remember seeing on social, I was like, wait, what? And then she keeps talking about how she's she knows Paris like the back of her hand. And I believe it. But also like, ma'am, this is not you could correct this so easily. Why? Why haven't we done that? As a um, as a victim of No Child Left Behind, when Governor George W. Bush was there, I tried to mm. give grace to people from across the American South and, you know, American school system by at large. But um, I do that's that I'm like candy, especially candy. Um, candy, because you said her god brother. I'm like, you know how Marlo got her money. Let's let this go and let her live. But okay. Um, that said, she made that episode for me. She was funny. She really carried it. And I'm actually really happy she finally got her peach. Because um, mm. she's actually been there longer than, she's done more seasons than Kenya. So it's like, at what point do you? But her mouth will make her a villain. Well, it's tough, too, because she's the one that brings up the billionaire over and over. She's defensive about yeah, it, not to say that's up. not that's deserved. 
But at a certain point, it's like, how is this different than Sonia and the yacht? Unless you're telling us this person is still around. And the difference is that Sonia doesn't have any money from the yacht. And Marlo's telling her she has a ton. But like, how is this different? I, and that's not it. I'm not a critiquing. I'm no, not critiquing. Actually, that's right. She does a Sonia, which I saw on Watch What Happens Live. She said Sonia snubbed her um, at some oh. point. Um, probably because okay. Sonia knows, unlike her, she actually got some money out of her situation. <laughs> Well, and Sonia didn't, you know, Marlo didn't have to sell her chateau in France because she wanted to make a movie with Travolta. I mean, she made better investments than going to Hollywood. Maybe there's a little bit of bitter in there. Poor Sonia. When I found out exactly why she owed all that money, I, I thought, oh, this would happen to you. God bless her. Um, uh, Not to say that I wouldn't have burned through it. I absolutely would have, but I would have spent it on diamonds and things to wear. I wouldn't think I want to go into the Hollywood business. Go to a go to a cocktail party. You don't need to. You don't need to produce a movie. Just go to a go to an event. Random, but John Travolta once rubbed on me. Um, yeah, like a match. Well, <laughs> that's how random. As you rub yourself, I'm like very but into that. I, I got invited to like the people of OJ Simpson, like a dinner when it was the premiere. <laughs> Me and my friend, the best friend Andre, and we stood out obviously because he's like in a Kanye shirt, and I'm like in a Travis Scott tee. This is all pre a lot of these things, by the way. Okay. And so yeah. um, we clearly were like the young black millennials there at the time. <laughs> and when the dinner like went to like disperse. John Travolta immediately came over. No. He was like, hi, you guys. How are you? Like, he was very kind, very nice. Um, yeah, he seems, he seems delightful. Rudy Giuliani, like we the ones that we actually wanted to eat at, um, I mean, meat was Sarah Paulson. So I was like, let's do that. Oh, yeah. Courtney B. Uh, but John Travolta, he, he came to us immediately. He was like, you guys, how did you? And he was like, very, like, you know, um, touchy. Not, not like a, um, he didn't, it wasn't my ad. It was like my shoulder, a little top of the chest, he was just very, very friendly. You know, like, uh, almost like a, um, not a masculine, but almost like a church woman. <laughs> like, like a church woman, like an old Baptist, like woman, like, hey baby, how you doing? Like a nasty auntie, sort of. Um, I'm, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so how did you respond? I mean, how did you get John Travolta? Like, it, what do you it, even, it, I would be like, in, maybe don't touch me, but also this seconds. is a great story. Yeah, it was like, it was. Oh it, it, it took seconds. It wasn't like, I felt like I was being violated, but I'm like, you're just being very affect, like very familiar. He was very affectionate and familiar, but at, but it kind of was like, I turned to uh, my friend, I was like, did John Travolta just like come, like basically hug us? He was like, yes. And then I thought, I was like, does John Travolta like black men? I had to go like, Google. Um, <laughs> but oh sorry, I didn't mean God. to derail. Sorry, John, but you did rub No, on. this is iconic. <laughs> this is iconic. When it comes to the Marlo and Sonia comparison, I don't know where it necessarily begins and ends, but there is something to be said for like the ways that money is discussed and displayed with Marlo there's a present tense there and yes. it's not necessarily that the women are saying this doesn't exist. They just wonder what the foundation is versus Sonia who can't afford hot water, let alone warm and is absolutely pretending she still lives in the past. So there is definitely, there's something to be said, but there's also genuine. Oh, you uh, did not have hot there. water. I forgot about that. She didn't have hot water. And like the universal response I've heard from people about legacy is like, Please, please, please have her on there so she can get paid. Like that's what I'm saying. Concerned about this adult woman who's a TV star because we know she's fucked. We know she's fucked without it. We just know she's fucked. Um, when it comes to 
Marlo as a uh, sort of maybe the pressure that she faces a little bit. I don't know that she feels it or that it even exists, but in terms of delivering, how what did you think of her response to the group when, you know, she heard that the women were in a very distorted uh, framework that the women were speaking ill of her event. What did you think of her response there? When Marlo, when Marlo reminds us she's from St. Petersburg, Florida, um, that usually is reflected in her responses. And I say that as someone humbly from Houston, so I, I do understand. Um, however, uh, sometimes just a hint. Of, that said, it was funny because I laughed like hell when she just basically one by one tried to read them all. But I think that interaction with Kenya those that's when I was like okay that's too abrasive you don't have to flat out mm-hmm. be like bitch what did you say bitch what happened like mm-hmm. I think in that instance well I think she can be too abrasive sometimes and I would like to see just her, be her see her go a little bit above that sometimes but that's who she is and I really don't mean it in a judgmental way she's just harsh abrasive and just very direct um, I kind of wish Sonya and Sheree didn't immediately go tell her that, or at least the way that oh they did. God. I think that yeah. I think the way they told her just wounded her up, and she was ready. Um, mm-hmm. It did make me laugh. Um, because <laughs> who did she tell to pressure wash their house? <laughs> I think Kenya. <laughs> I mean, come on, she's so good. She literally said, tell me what you said about me and I'm going to read you. She literally wanted an itemized list. Like, I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but I I think that there is some sort of reading challenge where that literally happens. Like, are you, like, come on. That's absolutely remarkable prestige response. She's so nasty, so rude, but so hilarious. I don't know what to do with Marlo, yes. but like, it's sometimes like, you didn't have to go that hard, but that was actually, she was, she carried that episode on her back although I don't she like the, I don't like the preview when she's like you know candy a hoe she can fuck everybody I think that's when I'm like the abrasiveness I'm like all right yeah. all right all right Marlo because you don't want to go down that road allegedly um yeah I mean there's that number one and number two it's like what I don't understand what's behind the negative feeling that Marlo has for candy that I think candy now as a response they have that history she used to date. She used to date his god brother. I think Marlo, just generally speaking, and I don't want to project, but I do think sometimes that the harsh response and how she's so quick to go for the juggler is just probably reflective of like her background and maybe stuff that she's been through because mm-hmm. I know she had like some trouble. So I I, I get mm-hmm. like the response. I just think for all that she's managed to accomplish, I would hope she kind of would one learn it. I guess. However comfortable she feels talking about money on the show would probably be helping she switched a little bit or just a little more direct. But I think she feels attacked, mm-hmm. like these women are trying to take something from her or diminish what the life that she's built for herself. And she's very protective of that. So she goes straight to like, I'm gonna chop your head off if you come even an inch towards the life I built for myself. And I I get that, but it's like it doesn't always have to be that way. But that said in the moment it was fun because I just laughed at them. <laughs> she said the pressure wash our house and the French roll. I died laughing. Um, I can just tell that's gonna be worse if something else comes up, like with her and Candy. But I think it's that history that she has with Candy because she's known Candy the longest. So she when she feels betrayed, she just loses it. She's to that with Portia and Nene. And you know what? The thing with Candy is that Candy is a mogul. So if Candy has questions yes. about the con- the construction of this business, which sidebar, I get 
starting something and not having it be rent the runway and having it be open to the public, you want it to be industry specific. I saw a lot of influencers there who yeah. are, none of them are going to be participating in this, but I get amplifying messaging and talking about the event that I understand. It was very Atlanta, the event. <laughs> Oh, okay. There we go. But like charging 25% of the retail for a used item with a maximum of seven days, which means someone is going to rent your item and spend 175% of the, is that how math works? Whatever the fuck it is over retail, 25% seven days. Why? Unless it's literally a Birkin and even then that math doesn't work something that's hard to get. Why are these people like it? And I get she's doing it for like film sets and TV stuff, but those all have budgets. It doesn't it doesn't make financial. It does not make financial sense to me. There could have been something here, but not this. So like the fact that all the women have questions. I mean, there's a certain level of like, okay, but like when people ask Sonia, she does also sort of respond similarly she does um i feel like marlo at least has um equity and cash yes but yeah she doesn't want to no that that business didn't make sense well actually i think in the num i mean no child left behind the numbers didn't make sense but i get in theory the idea of loan her clock but candy's even like you're like right. she's like, you're like 610 i who's gonna act and you're not gonna let people right. alter make alterations yeah i don't really get to business either but it looked like a nice party yes she spent a lot of money on it she said 40k but 100 percent believer i did defend her at least when she said um well they like they were like where the models i thought it'd be a fashion show she's like girl that's not what the gift for this is that was actually fair i'm like this is literally supposed to just stan marlo like you're in a museum that's what she wanted but she should have like i think it's maybe sonia and sheree hadn't presented their questions or comments as attacks. Maybe if Candy had asked her, she might have responded differently. But I think once a seed like that is planted in a personality like Marlo's, it's mm-hmm. she's just gonna get you before you even think you're gonna get her. Yeah, I I totally believe that. But I wouldn't. I would love to see how she made one hundred twenty thousand already off of that forty thousand party. I just I just want to see. Now I don't doubt you, Marlo. It didn't you make clearly, any sense. You're clearly living well. You're clearly living well. So I don't question you. Don't have, you don't keep a coin. She wouldn't have got those kids if she had money. She had to prove something to somebody. I believe that she has oodles of cash. I just don't see. On, where did it Where did it come from? Earth, <laughs> because of people who are attending the event, you're yes. not inviting the people who are the not even the costume designers. I don't even know who's buying. Like, well, actually, our costume designers, production. Yeah. Managers, like I don't know, producer for fucking something. Like you, those people aren't present here. So how are you going to make money? Like, was the intention of the event to make an income? In which case, Kenya's thoughts about cataloging, having stuff organized so that it's in order to sell, makes a lot of sense. If it was just an introduction for the sake of like influencers, similar to what Larsa did in the Hamptons, that also makes sense. But it, it's it can't be both you have to have both audiences there or someone who lives in both worlds and i didn't see a sutton for example in the crowd someone who's buying but sutton wouldn't be able to because she doesn't work in the industry she's just a private individual i wonder if marlo in the back of my mind was like bitch y'all know i'm just shooting this for a scene leave me alone (laughs) although she did i mean yes she did say she worked with tammy roman she mentioned that again on watch what happens live when they were like clients tammy roman used it for a movie um oh Danny Roman, um, <laughs> the real role zone and basketball wives. I'm sorry, actress. <laughs> and an episode of Oprah. 
I remember that. Remember when she had was she on Oprah? Cheatings. Yeah, she was a guest because she was like a wife of a cheating athlete. Oh, Kenny Anderson, that pre. Oh, wow. I did not know. Um, back the in the bon- day. Back in the day. The Bonnet Queen herself was on Oprah. Wow. Okay. Icon. Uh-huh. Not my favorite reality Kenny. personality, but yes. She sucker punches people. I'm not a big fan. Oh, does- I haven't seen basketball. I'm so far behind it, it's in basketball. Bon- it's she's off of it now. Um, oh, is she? Yeah, she left. She couldn't take it anymore. Actually, I'm happy about her about that because they, they look like they were stressing her out. Is Jackie Christie still there? Yes. Um, the show is coming back with basically a, a lot of women who left over the years. One is actually under federal indictment for fraud, which is why they allegedly oh paused God. production. Amazing. The, ca- the, the, the cast member named British, but she spells it with an extra T. So that will be coming back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tammy left that about two seasons ago. She's like, I can't take this anymore. So she just acts now. She was in some show on B. Actually, wow. Tammy's a pretty good actress. I'll give her that. I've seen her in a few things. I tried to watch the real world Homecoming um, before oh. the great Melissa Beck returned to us and Danny Roberts, the previous one. That was too mm. angry. I couldn't do it. Well, it was L.A. I, yes. I only saw the New York one, and I, I heard L.A., and then now, what was it? Is it's it New, New Orleans, Orleans now, the, yeah. I haven't seen either of those two New seasons, Orleans but I love the amazing. first one. Is it? It's actually, it's actually amazing. It reminds me like, oh, this is why I was into this. I used to have the biggest crush on Danny and he, he helped. And I was always obsessed with Melissa. It's actually a really good season. And Julie is a horrible person. It's like. (gasps) Julie is still bad? Yes. She's like um, a caricature of herself. Um, It just when you thought that, that we as a community would let the Karen term go we can't when people like Julie walking around acting like that um so that is Mormon Julie Mormon Julie is a disaster she's an intolerable person on the show no and we learn a lot about how she was awful to Danny and Melissa in the past (gasps) Mm -hmm. no yes she was always very annoying actually I would say in the way that the real world um LA reboot was too kind of angry for me like some of the houses like that less enjoyable the New Orleans one is a lot but it feels like an actual nice like if you're going to do something different but bring back people together it feels like somewhat of a nice reset like I don't know it seems to be a lot more interesting and I can at least laugh at it in the midst of the mess I couldn't really do that with the other ones because the other one it just seemed like everyone was like angry and older which is not great (laughs) to watch it's not entertaining if there was an OG Housewives franchise mm-hmm. that did a homecoming style, yeah. let's bring back all the people mm-hmm. from season one. Who? What show would you like to see? Um, I guess New York because I miss a lot of them. But um, let me think. Mm. No, actually, New York or depending on who they pull, Atlanta. Um. Oh, wow. Season one of Atl- Deshaun, Deshaun Snow. And, and Lisa Wu keeps popping up. Apparently, we see Lisa Wu a little bit on this season. I saw some interview with Sheree that said Lisa Wu will not leave. And I don't mean in a bad way, but like Lisa Wu just keeps popping up. I feel like Deshaun is there, too. Deshaun, Deshaun's think, at Sheree's show, too. Yes, the Sheree show. And um, I believe, I know, uh, well, I know there's a debate about this, but about Phaedra coming back. I understand why I can't. Did, um, Sheree was on Carlos King's podcast, the real uh, oh great uh, producer, Reality and King. they asked Sheree 
about Candy's um, comments about if Phaedra came back, she basically would bow out. Uh, what? Sheree said that? No, no, Sheree. Sorry, Candy said that. She, uh, they, Carlos oh, asked yeah, Sheree about Candy's comments. Oh, okay. And Sheree said that Candy was... Okay, yeah. Sheree was basically kind of saying, um, well, you know, I put my life out here. We have to talk about things. She was just like, Candy's choice is her choice, but I just think she kind of seemed to be like peacemaker because she's friends with Phaedra. I actually see why... I'm giving eyes. Yeah, I can. Um, I enjoyed Phaedra when she was on the show. The thing I like about the idea of a reboot of a show like Even Housewives, if they brought back OGs, is that there are actually so mm -hmm. many ones who maybe not might not have worked one season, but could probably work with a different pairing. And then there are some kind of those, some of those women could just work with anyone. Same with New York. But I think the thing with Phaedra is I can under, she accused Candy of essentially trying to rape a coworker drug and rape a coworker. There really, there are some things that are, there's no coming back from. And I thought the way Sheree handled it, I get it, but at the same time, yeah, you talked about Bob and all of these people and you put your life out there, but that's not someone accusing you of a crime. Mm -hmm. They're just something you can't come back from. And I don't know if you would want to, but I'm assuming they're warming us to maybe Phaedra coming back eventually since she's gonna be on Girls Trip. I will watch it, I'm right. gonna watch. Because I also think Phaedra's really interesting in how she sometimes on Instagram looks exactly like Nicki Minaj. Very interesting. <laughs> Someday she, just, she looks exactly like Nicki Minaj, like the weave and the body dress. And it's so fast. And she loves Nicki. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, I don't I Which one would you bring back? Could you see it? What? Bring New York or Atlanta, you mean? Yeah. Or, or Phaedra? Um... I mean, not that Phaedra is an OG, but like it's a the ongoing conversation of will Phaedra return? Oh, we can like do that one. Is... Do you think Phaedra will come back or should? I I can't believe that she's on girls trip to be honest, and I I just think that there are certain lines that like it's it's actually insane that she did that to begin with. She's a lawyer; you can't feign um, ignorance in terms of understanding what this would do to a person's career. And it just so happens to be the woman that you feel usurped you in absolute success and fan attention and was also like your dear close friend. Like you can't tell me that you didn't know exactly what you were doing and she's never owned up to it. She went on watch what happens. And Andy was like, do you have any regrets? She was like, Nope, I'm good. Like it's, at a certain that. point, you got to admit it. You got to admit it. If you want to, it's the fact that I, I, if I was candy, I would be like, very annoyed that this person would be given a second chance without first addressing the reality. And I don't know from a even Portia said, I'm sorry. Right. And the, and the Portia part of it too, makes me incredibly uncomfortable because it's not that Phaedra told Candy, I know what you're up to style accusation. She made sure to manipulate yes. a different cast member to deliver the message and then attempted to gaslight her on a reunion couch and be like, what was said? I didn't say that. What? Where am I? Water, please. Like, I don't I don't know how I feel about it when it comes to who would I like to see? I mean, this is where it gets into weird territory with New York and Legends. Mm -hmm. Like to me, New York makes a lot of sense to do season one. Yes. But also, we're sort of getting a version of that anyway. Yeah. So, um, which is great. I would say New York. I don't know that I would have necessarily thought Atlanta, but I'm into it. I would 100% be into it. Do we want Bethany back on New York? No. 
but I would like to see a homecoming. I'd like to see yeah. four episodes or five episodes of them um, on Sonya's a non-existent yacht and just shooting the shit and having two weeks. And then there we go. I mean, not to go you back know, to Sonya. I don't know. How has she not found a nice, she needs to be nicer to Marlo so Marlo can introduce her to a, actually a nice rich white man um, that'll take her on a so yacht. There we go. Marlo has the ticket. <laughs> Sonia and Sonia did that dating shit on last season and that didn't go anywhere. I don't, she's such a beautiful, she's smart. She's so funny. I wonder how much, like, I don't even know. Like, is she really dating? Is she looking for a relationship? She doesn't, she seems to kind of be like dancing through lifestyle. I don't, I don't. You know, I don't know how much of uh, of her is really interested in that. Because Ramona will, you know, grab you by the dick, um, metaphorically speaking, uh, <laughs> that Catholic way. <laughs> She'll feel guilty about it, I guess. Ramona, Ramona, Ramona. Well, actually, never going away. I would imagine she'd be on the legacy show. I don't know. the leg. See, that's where I get confused, too, because I would have thought that Girls Trip was Ramona's exit from the franchise. I actually thought... Had they been strategizing that as her exit, it made a lot of sense and it worked, especially because then you had like all stars from other seasons also telling her she's a terrible person. And that to me was very gratifying. (laughs) But now with 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 Legends, I don't I don't know what they're thinking. I I still am very confused by Andy saying in that Variety article that like Ebony would be considered uh, depending on like her group of friends, essentially intimating that Ebony an alum at this point would be a part of the new show and not legend. So like I'm just stuck on the fact that I'm guessing Ebony and Leah aren't back. So when it comes to everybody else, I'm like, all right, I I don't know. I I really, I don't know what they're thinking. I think they're probably going back and forth about Ramona every day. I'm, I'm all set on her, but, but you know, I I don't understand why the audience could never look at her again. But a lot of people can. I just that I just think with that type of personality she has, it will, she's just content no matter what. Especially if you're in a bind, I would imagine if they're having trouble <laughs> with Catherine because now you could just pluck Ramona and it'll just be a lot of chaos, which you can. You know. I mean, she she could be a housewife chia pet, but on the other yeah. you know side of the coin, it's like if you have Dorinda in a room with Tinsley, who we know he has she has shit with, with Sonia, who she goes up and down yes. with, Lou is maybe there, Jill Zarin will be there. I'd like to see Jill and Dorinda in the same show. She, Ramona, I would love that. Even just putting aside how much I dislike her as a person and what she did last season, she's not needed. Like Dorinda, Fair. I think checks off a lot of the shit in that box. And I know like Jill Ramona is what people discuss, but I don't think she's needed. I think that there's so much other personality with just Dorinda alone, just Dorinda talking to a camera for seven episodes. I'm in. I just don't think she's needed. I want this for you because I can feel it. You don't. It's like I'm done with Ramona. Right? We, we've had enough. <laughs> I just think it's like, listen, the, the only thing that could be trouble for Legends, not that I even believe this, is that if it feels tired. And I don't think it will because it'll be a mix of OGs and spiritual OGs yeah. in a different way. Everybody's going to be happy. They still have some sort of job. Even if it feels part time instead of a full time or seasonal employment, like you still got a spiritual 1099 send you on your way. You can still stay your star and you're on something, mm-hmm. be it an app or whatever else. I just don't. I, I just think I know Carol. I, I don't know. At there. a certain point, Carol's. Uh, 
absolutely carol on the ag uh 300 episode, well, i forget the term that she said but it was like i would be disappointed in myself i would consider it an epic fail she said if she was to return and i was like shaken and also like i would love to see this on tv i mean you know i don't know there's just so many great superstar housewives yeah. in new york i don't think I don't, I know this is like, I just don't think Ramona. No, that's fair. I know this is going to sound weird, but like, I don't think she would be missed in terms of a quality show. I just think Dorinda is so, it's just, Dorinda changes according to like the schedule of the moon. Like she's just <laughs> so many different, like somebody, you yes, know what I'm saying? Yes. Like it's the like, moon, we just happy hour. She gets her nap. Which when you say about like not missing Ramona and even though she's she's so nice, but I thought of Grocery, I'm glad not glad, but Cynthia wasn't needed either. I think Cynthia actually wow. would have changed the dynamic of Housewives of Atlanta too, because she um proved herself to be a lot needier than I imagined. And also we would have yeah. had to deal with her friendship issues with Kenya and that was not enjoyable to watch. Um, and Marla would have just ended up cursing her out again. Um, I don't need Eva back either, by the way. I'm just throwing out names I don't want back. You know what? I Every time that people talk about the new girls trip and they say an Eva's there, I forget two seconds later. I don't – and it's not disrespect. I don't mean it as in disrespect to Eva. I'm just like she's so – even though when she's on, I enjoyed her, she's so forgettable otherwise. It's because she's too busy being fake hiding her true self. She's not nice. Um it comes out. Oh, really? No. Um, at least whenever I was, you know, around her presence. And this is pre-Housewives, but never nice. Um, she wasn't nice on the show. Oh I actually like when Portia got her together in that um, Zoom reunion. Oh, my God, that reunion. Oh <laughs> that God. was that was I Portia's can't. last great performance. Um, I mean, hopefully we'll get Portia back, and hopefully you'll come back on AG so that we can – mention it all again you like need to come back asap because i truly and like Please i have like me back beverly hills is everything. coming beverly i was like I, I was like i went to jump i've jumped housewives but um i love Please this. have me back beverly hills housewives is coming back i'm excited that's actually i'm most excited about i need to see this season what do you think is gonna how do you feel about before we okay apparently it's, it's garcelle versus a lot of them i, I saw that crystal Apparently, I beef. don't even know what that is. What would they beef about? Wait, Crystal, what? I heard that. Yeah, I heard that Crystal said that her. her I haven't. That like, her biggest feud this season was with um Garcelle, but they're fine now, I guess. And she's really close with Renna and uh, who is uh, Crystal and Sutton and Cherie, which I thought was interesting. And I didn't listen to Two Teas in a Pod because uh, Tamara Judge is no, fine, but I could never deal with Teddy ever again. Um, ever. And shout out to my friend that. Randomly, apparently, Coachelli, oh, Teddy is such a loser. And then Teddy just looked at him. <laughs> he didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know that she was there? <laughs> no. She's so annoying. Exactly. It's the thing that we can all, we can all listen, regardless of your political affiliation, regardless of where you live, regardless of, you know, how you're filing your taxes or whatever. We can all agree that Teddy is a brat. It's not yeah. even that she's annoying. She thinks that she's deserving of a kind of, affection that is unworthy yeah. of her unworthy even for her I don't it's she doesn't deserve it and it's like 
if they keep for Teddy said, and I haven't listened to the podcast, but apologies because Tamara, I actually would listen, but listen Teddy is like holding me back. Yes, right. I would a hundred. Tamara would be a phenomenal podcast host. But Teddy said some fucking shit about how like, oh, Garcelle won't come on. She canceled coming on when she realized that I was the host or something, or she like canceled coming on. She'll only come back if Tamara's hosting. And I'm thinking like. Who do you think you are? You understand it's not because anyone is intimidated by you. It's because Garcelle isn't going to allow herself to feel in any way manipulated by you. Exactly. No one respects you. It's you You run an eating disorder factory. Like exactly. when accountability exactly. should start at home. Like what? what do you think is happening here? Garcelle is, I mean, it's, Garcelle Beauvais, like, what What do you, th- what has Kyle lied to you about in order to have a new sister? I was just about to you say, know what I'm saying? Kyle, don't force, a, don't force Teddy on us this season. Don't do I it. like you, Kyle, but don't, don't do break it. You know road. she is. I know she you, is. They are, they're all doing it. They're all doing it, and they need to stop. It's enough. I am excited to see Cherie because I watched her on Hollywood yes. Divas um, on that VH1 show, and she is a star. She just needed the right. Actually, I'm surprised she's just now even getting close to Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She kind of felt perfect in terms of like if they were going to diversify because she's funny and I love that she random, uh, not randomly because I forgot she stays like a preacher. She prays on Instagram. <laughs> she used to do these prayers and stuff. She's, yeah, she's pretty, she reminds me a little bit of home and just like LA, I don't mean LA crazy, but just Hollywood and like churchy black folk. <laughs> it's an interesting mix. And she has a, a lot of personality. She can get you together. I'm fascinated by Kathy Hilton's heel turn, although that's not unsurprising yeah. if you watch that documentary or Paris in Love is always there. Mm. Mm. Um, Erica, actually, I'm just going to wait to see. I'm just going to wait to see how, what Erica gives this season. Super villain. She's embracing the super villain. I saw that this morning when, Plus booze. She, when she said, um, if you don't get up at 4.30 in the morning every day, you're lazy on Twitter. And like, she just <laughs> lit everything on fire. I was like, oh, you're leaning into this. Like, you are enjoying this. <laughs> Shouldn't she be saying, I mean, do we really need her working more hours of the day? Is that what Tom taught her? Because I wish that he had slept in more people would have their money back. Yeah, I just, um, I'm really hopeful that Erica shows at least some empathy towards the okay. victims for her own adorable benefit. michael arsenal, I, I know. Michael arsenal you know, I, what are you saying i quoted erica in my um second book like it's expensive wasn't to she be the dedication me. wait wasn't what was the i forgot I, and the big open and quoted a book it was a cardi quote and it's expensive right. to be me because you know i was a fan i supported erica jane's art i was i'm the audience a, a gay man that wants to pop and lock um twirl Sometimes I get it. <laughs> pass the puss, pass the puss. I was like, yes. Um, so I have been, you know, this is this heel turn has hurt me. I I don't think it's changing though. I'm so I'm, clearly I'm being adorable. I think it's I think it's deepening. I do though have to say, That's even though deepening. this is unrelated, I think Kenya needs to unblock you now. I feel like there needs to be a repairing in that relationship. I think I'd so. love to see it. Has she blocked you on Instagram and Twitter? Just, or just Twitter. Twitter? I, I have, Okay. I'm 
I'm Tony Braxton has blocked blocked me, which breaks my heart. But I think it was because of my live tweeting of Braxton family values. I had colorful names for each of her sisters oh based on the content of the show that were in good harm, like good good fun. Because I'm a Tony, I was literally was about oh. to uh, promote a Tony, a, stand, a Tony Braxton thing. I'm like, oh, I'm blocked. Um, I can't imagine being blocked by Tony Braxton. These are my, these are my, so these are my old fun. tweets <laughs> coming back to. Kenya, I think I might have just said something, but I would like that healing. You know, she seems nicer this season. Okay. My heart will open. If anybody, if anybody can please slide, <laughs> don't, I mean, or maybe not. I don't know. I don't. Unblock just me, like, Kenya. If anybody has, yeah, un, unblock. Let's start Do over. a little unblock. I think she would that like me, to me in person. Emily unblocked me. Bronwyn unblocked me. It's possible. These things are possible through the the magic that's Andy's I wouldn't mind if Bronwyn blocked me. Oh, and by the way, I know you have to. <laughs> I, I like Heather Dubrow. I know that's controversial to some people. It's not controversial. That's a safe space. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about her as a person. I don't really even, I don't, I actually like truly don't know, but she's great on the show. She's that's all I meant. I meant she's very enjoyable on the show. She's she, a great mom. She's the rich I expect. She's a great mom and she can't carry the entire franchise on her back. But I actually thought this season was not so bad as far as the transition goes. You add Tamara mm-hmm. Dudge back maybe somebody else and you might be on to something um also i feel very sorry for shannon about the reunion because i watched project runway so i saw what happened about bones and that dress not working out because shannon actually looked good on that episode and she looked sensational on the reunion she did off the rack worked out out. she looked the best she looked better than anybody else on those couches i'll say that my life felt like um her dress not been working that morning and she gave me hope like it turns around between real housewives is bringing me back back in the place of optimism so maybe kenya will unblock me I love it. A little place of light is yes. how we're going to end this episode. Listen, tell the AGs how they can follow you. What's what's cooking? We know the book, the third book in the trilogy yes. should be out hopefully sometime next year. In the meantime, um, where can people read your reading, follow you online, all that good stuff? Uh, I need to, I'm going to be more active again. I need to quit being, acting like a phantom. Uh, I'm at Young. <laughs> Cynic, that's young spelled the regular way, S-I-N-I-C-K. I just had a birthday. I think I'm technically too old for this um, name now. But oh, my God. Happy birthday. It, it, thank you. Um, I Yes, I celebrated with tequila um, and Ken Love. Chips. But, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'm writing. I'm working on a book. I'm crawling out of TV development. And my essays mm-hmm. will, you'll see a lot more soon. Uh, I'm actually about to go to work after this. Total help me sing. But... It's so nice to see you. Please have me back for Beverly Hills because I that is my my center. I can't wait for the mess. I can't wait to have you back, especially with whatever happens. And pray for America me, Sheree. Because, <laughs> I mean, and also, didn't Sheree do something on Instagram the other day of like as a part of prayer to send her money or something? Like she gave her Venmo. That yes, I've heard that she does that. I didn't. I don't know exactly what it is, but I need to go look at it. Um, but I've heard. I, yeah, she does like she uh, offerings. She takes offerings. Right, which I am so into. And I can't <laughs> wait to see her press tour. I can't wait to see it. A modern theologian. I can't wait. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we, lo- 
we love. We stand. Um, guys, speaking of things that are modern and great and also involve you giving me your cash, the Andy Scrolls Patreon, number one way to support the pod. You get exclusive bonus episodes, invites to special Zoom key keys, and more. Patreon.com slash Andy's Girls. Two hours of bonus content went up this past week, including a one-hour uh, Selling Sunset deep dive with Dylan Haver from Bravo by Betches. So make sure to check out that episode and so much more. And also follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. You can see a fun tour of the Clawfest. Tons of photos, a little video, a little teeny tiny little video, bigger video to come. But like so much going on. Looking at a gift from um, Crystal and Rob Minkoff above me, which you can see on IG, a certain Disney, an iconic woman of business and so much more. Uh, Michael Arsenault, thank you so much for coming back on AG. It's just a pleasure as always. Thank you for it's having me. It's been a while. I've missed you. Oh my God, I've missed you too. And you're coming back for Beverly. Hills. I will be back. Bye, Crystal. Thanks for that. I can see that gift. It's very nice. Go off. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. Uh, in the meantime, guys, I hope you're all doing okay. And listen, life is just gonna twirl on. So there we go. We'll talk to you all soon, okay? Bye-bye. Bye-bye.